Okay, I'll tell you to say hi. Wait, have we started? Yeah, we've just yep, we started. Oh, okay, sorry. Hi, everyone. Dan, you can say hi too. I, can I? Okay. Yep, great. So I thought we'd start. I say hi. Say hi. Uh, say that we are appreciative of all the feedback that we're receiving, which is quite a lot, which is exciting. Um, it's been really positive. <laughs> Dan just fell off the chair. Um, and, and, of course, um, we're always open to any suggestions that you may have. Um, what do you call it? Like positive, no, ne- um, constructive criticism. That's what it's that called. That sounds good. Um, so, yeah, in a nice way, of course. Um, so if you want to send that through on the Facebook page, your email is uh, latetothepartyasd at gmail.com. Before we do start, before the intro music, I just wanted to add a little bit of like negative feedback that <clears throat> I've received. Impossible. <laughs> From my darling mother and my, and my darling husband. No. <laughs> they are both uh, interested in all the talk about my drug taking. And I actually can't remember how this started. I know that we made a joke about it. I think it was like just about because, I don't know, I think I was like all four people taking medication, but then we made jokes about it being like about drugs. Right. And now both my mum and my my husband are like, well, tell me about it. what are all these drugs that you've been taking? Why do you always talk, you and Dan always talk about all the drugs that you take or took? And I didn't take all the drugs. I'm I didn't do all that. No. No, I didn't either. I think, I don't know, I think it's, I think it harkens back to the, the times when you were um, just trying to get along in a group and trying oh. to, you know, talk tough or talk cool. Yes. I think that, I think that some of that stuff doesn't go away. Um, you want to sound impressive and we're trying to impress all these people on the podcast, but no. Do you think um, you're impressed? They don't it, impressed. It's the, the, com- Compared to... A lot of the stories I've heard over the years, um, no, I am a, I was oh. an absolute lightweight. So can you just tell my mum that Bianca definitely does not talk to you about taking drugs? No, we, ne- we never do. We never, <laughs> we ever never talk have. about it. No, no, we haven't. So that's, okay, I'm good. And also to the husband. That's all clear. It's all out there. Um, that's good. Clarified. <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> That will be the last drug reference that we'll ever do, I promise. Yes. No yep. more. No, that sounds good. Done. Okay. Play the music. So have you um, noticed when you walked in the pod cave, uh, there's a bit of stuff going on in here? No. My, my poor wife, being a teacher, has so much materials, art materials and things like that to deal with and... We don't have a big enough house to deal with all this sort of stuff, so sometimes it comes down here until it oh. finds its home. So oh. at the moment, uh, in her little corner, there's boxes of things and all kinds oh. of yes. stuff. Yes, okay. Now, now you notice, but before I just walk in and I look at the microphone and just look at this side of the room. I see, yeah. The, the... And, um, I think everyone has that, whether it's a room or an area. We have that. It's my study, which you can hardly even walk into. And Monica's cupboard, Yes. Well, I wanted to ask you what you thought. When you looked in here, did you think that the pod cave was half full of crap or half empty of crap? Ah, I actually did not notice any crap at all. So what does that mean? (laughs) That you're neither positive nor negative? Yeah, um, uh, maybe I'll say balanced. Balanced. Well, what about yourself? But I think you walk, what's your own house? You walk in and you go, oh, crap. (laughs) No, no, I think um, it's just, particularly with having kids and, and having, like I said, not a lot of, an older house with not that much storage, it's just something you end up getting used to right. after a while. Do you think you're a positive or a negative person? 
Um, I think I'm probably. It's a hard. It's a hard one. It's like I think I'm in the middle as well. Like I'm. I, I, from a young age, I was being positive about my future, but I also like a lot of sad, um, depressing songs, stories. Um, I like writing those sorts of songs and stories. So does that make me a negative person? No, I, I think that's t- taken a different way than I took it because, and I'll make a comment on you and whether you're uh, positive or negative, I think that you're general, you're positive unless you are stressed mm-hmm. and then you are negative and you can't see anything except the negative. That's about you. That's what I think. Absolutely. Yep, I Do you have any comment that. on me or you, not really? No. <laughs> no, I think I think you are a you are definitely a positive person. You've got a good positive outlook on life. You've got a um, you go. It's a when you want to get something done or when you have some ideas about where you want to go, you handle it very positively. So there's not a lot of negativity that I've experienced. Again, other than stress times, I think where yeah. that's when. I think a lot of the internalised negativity can happen. So yes. it's not necessarily things, if we're feeling negative, we don't always show it. True, true. On well, the outside. I, I, I did very ask, good at hiding that. You are. I thought we were talking about me. <laughs> are you talking about me? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, let's have it. I talk about me. I was talking to your wife and I asked her, I actually texted her and asked her if I'm positive or negative. And she said, positive. And then I actually spoke to her about it and I said, uh, you know, some people would think that's negative because I always can point out negative things, but we, we came to the conclusion that it's actually just being real. A lot of um, neurotypicals will just keep it to themselves mm-hmm. and not be outward with um, those negative thoughts, whereas I'd say the negative things because it's, it's the truth. And so she likes that. Your wife likes it uh, because it's real. Yeah. Yeah. We, and that's the way that we hold our relationship as well, or just... Um, honesty, sometimes brutal honesty, but um, yes. and sometimes the kids wonder what in the world's going on. But we say this is this is having a marriage, yeah. children. This is, and we instead of keeping it up to ourselves and and letting it fester, we don't do that. And that's no. why I think we've had a healthy relationship for so long. Yes, so very, very long. Yeah, I think we do that too. I don't, but our kids, your your kids are more sensitive about it. I think mine ours don't say anything. To you. Maybe you should ask that they talk to each other about that. Oh, actually, no, that's a really good point. They go, okay, let's just clean our rooms and make sure we've done everything right so that no one gets annoyed at us too. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Um, so what about do others see you, do you think, as negative or positive? Oh, no, I think some people would think me negative, but I've got a lot of other people would think me as being quite a positive person. That The weird thing is for me at the moment is that a lot of that positivity, a lot of that outwardly positive positivity is masking. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I'm like, so what's going on under there? Once, once, I, once I take that down, what does yeah. that mean for me as a person? Am I, but you're never negatively masking, are you? Well, masking can have negative and positive consequences to you yeah. as well. Um, sometimes... We, we don't want to constantly mask our feelings because, again, it's about suppression and, and not sh- not being your true self. So, yeah, it can be both. But you might mask to be a positive person, but you never mask to be negative. Oh. I've gotten really deep here. I know. 
Is it too much? You need some time to think about that. Did you want to get back to us next week? Starting to make my brain turn into a a walnut. It's a bit much. Um, But okay, then how about let me just, you can think about it while I talk about me. Um, (laughs) Do others see as positive or negative? I think pretty much everyone would say that I'm positive, except the people like my husband (laughs) and my mum, maybe, Um, potentially. Well, they would see definitely a lot of positive elements, but they also see the ugly side of you or the worst side of you. So they do. That's right. That's fine. Yeah. Um, have you thought of an answer to what I asked about masking negative negatively? Masking negatively. That's all my head keeps going back to is that you're doing it to stop to being from having some sort of negative consequences to yourself. So no, I don't. Yeah, perhaps that's not something that we do. No. We don't. No. I mean, are you also talking about like masking as in being masking to be nasty to someone? Well, I don't and know to what I mean. put someone down? Because that's something I just, I am literally incapable of doing. Oh, you are, yeah. Of doing the put downs and the nastiness. Point. I just, I get extremely shocked when people do it to me. Cause, and I've got, I've gotten the last 20 years or so, I've, I can handle it fine. I don't get hurt. But before yes. that, I got extremely hurt. So. I think that's why I've never done it myself. Well, this also reminds me of when my son was about four and I asked you, because you're great at playing the guitar, whether you would give him guitar lessons. And you kind of, I didn't know you that well at the time. You kind of went, ah, whatever. But then you told your wife, there's no way you're going to do that because it's too much of a commitment to be doing that, right? But you couldn't actually tell me that that's not what you were interested You weren't interested in it. No, that's probably true. I mm. think it I is definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lying. Well, there's a history too, because I have actually taught kids before you haven't i have i have and i've taught um, intellectually disabled adults i've done it a few times and i don't enjoy the experience either oh okay but you should have just said that to me well yeah i probably didn't have my script my script for that now is sorry i love music too much to teach Uh, children oh okay or maybe i should have just texted you beforehand and said i'm going to speak to you about this (laughs) that's right so prepare so come up with your answer yeah um Yes, do you think other people view autism negatively or positively? I would say uh, 90% negatively. Okay. I feel like in the school in the school area, what do you call it, school system thing, like parents, there seems to be a lot of parents that are, oh, I don't know, I found it positive. I found it quite positive. Could depend a bit on the school yes. and the people you're around. Yeah, But true. even within schools, like, there still is, and I, I literally can tell you 15 minutes ago, there was an example of that at my daughter's school yes. with someone who a teacher was asked about autism and his response was insane. It, it didn't make any sense. It was completely wrong. And I thought, well, this is this is coming from a, a great school. That's bizarre. So what, um, what teacher, what kind of teacher, like maths? I'm not sure. I don't think, I think it wasn't a normal, it was a substitute ah. teacher. Okay. Yeah. But what my daughter has said on that is that next time I, I see this teacher, I'm actually going to talk to them about it. Yes. And okay. explain to them what autism actually is. So they should also speak to, say, the autism advocate person at the school, the ICANN network people, and yes. let them know to speak to that person That's it. too. And there's no, there's no um, and I look at that as a positive thing, it's a positive opportunity to, yeah, opportunity. to educate someone on how bizarrely broad autism is. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I get, yeah, you're right. It's just, it just depends. It's on the situation, the people. Actually, I did tell, I'm, you've 
we've talked about, you know, whether we are open with it or not. So I did mm-hmm. speak to a, uh, when I was caught up with a couple, I actually thought the bride was definitely ADHD, like m- massively. And so I thought, oh, she, cause I was talking about the podcast and then she's like, oh, what's it about? Weddings, I'll have to listen. And I said, no, it's actually about autism, late diagnosis and also ADHD. And she was like, oh, I don't really know much about that. And I thought, oh, well, you should. <laughs> but I didn't say that one. Oh, yes. But anyway, so she was, a, a, I thought she would be more like, oh, my gosh, I've got that too. And that's why I said that. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's the, you put it out there thinking this is a sure thing. That happens to me. And I'll yeah. say, I have this. And then the person doesn't say it back, even though I know they've got it. <laughs> I know. And I love what Hannah Gatsby said about that in one of her comedy shows where people would come up to her and say, oh, I think you're. You know, I've got some information to tell you here and, you know, I don't care how you're going to take it, but this is information and knowledge is power, so here it is. Yes. And so that's something that we would naturally like to do. I'd like to do that, just to tell people well, how it that's is. that's what M. Roschiano did on the – which is a great show the other day. What's – Frank Lee? Frank Lee. Frank Kelly. Yes, you know, Fran Kelly. He's on ABC. She's got her own show that's now. And correct. she had yeah, um, M. Roschiano and – Chloe Hayden is the only like people I talk about all the time, and when um, and Em's like, oh, you just wait till the next guest comes out. He's definitely autistic, and then right. that was really great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. Yes, and the more we talk about it, the better. Yeah. Um, so you have an infographic you would like to talk about? It's an interesting one. I got it from AutismAwarenessCenter.com. Hmm. The positives of autism. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to just list them and see? You just comment if you feel like you... I'll jump in. Okay. Yeah. Right. The first one is uh, attention to detail. Hmm. Thoroughness, accuracy around specific details. Yes. Well, some people have it's certain things, I guess, isn't it? Yes, for some, no, for other things. I think I've learnt something about that um, actually just recently regarding uh, my son. Mm. And... Uh, Quite a, a remarkable thing happened this week for him, and that is uh, my son has a, a real negative view of reading. Yes. He hates to read, so every night's a bit of a struggle sometimes to get him to, to read. Now, we went and got a Pokemon game mm-hmm. for him because he really, really wanted this game. And like a board game? or No, it's a, a Nintendo Switch game. Oh, okay. The... the he really wanted it, so we put it on, and from the start, there is a lot of text. There's a lot of talking. They don't say the words. It's just in text, mm. and amongst the text, there's adventure, but he just started to read it all, ah. and it was just the most amazing thing to see yes. that he's won his attention to detail, and the second point there is deep focus as well. Yeah. All comes down to motivation, and I keep coming back to that over and over again in my own life and on the podcast too. Is yeah. the motivation is the the critical ingredient for learning, and yes. so he hates to read these other books. But as soon as he got something like Pokemon, all of a sudden it was just he was reading like he'd never read before, and a lot. Yes, well, I mean, I spoke to a girl uh, who's I think she was at university, and in year twelve she went quite badly in. Uh, the course, oh, sorry, in year 12, and then going into university, she had to do like a TAFE course first, but she went so well in the IT TAFE course because every subject is on her interest, 
Whereas in high school, in year 12, yep. she went okay. so badly because there's like one sub- one subject she got, you know. And then once, so once she got to do that bridging um, course, mm-hmm. she's now in, you know, in the university and going really well. So that was really interesting to me. It doesn't have to always be that, you know, straight from high school, straight into a university course. You, you, a lot of people, a lot of autistics need that sort of bridging. They do. Yeah. I think the word, it's get, it gets better. Yes. It's something that you can, I'll certainly be telling my kids as they go through high school that um, it's not the be all end all. There's most, I think most people, when they start a university course or something, they end up not doing that as a profession. They move on to something else as well. So it's mm. it's ongoing and yeah, it's always going to get better, but it's pushing through. That's the hard bit, isn't it? It's pushing through the non-motivated learning. Yes. That's the, that's the clincher yeah. for Exactly. People like myself and my son. Yes. Yeah, so tell me more. What well, there's also observation skills. Yes. Um, I find I'm interested to see what you. I think we obviously you said you've got observation skills. You've got really good observation skills of other people. Oh, of myself, mm-hmm. of other people, of other people interacting with other people. Um, and I guess I think you are also really good at observing. But I am going to throw this out here, out there, not out here, that. I think you're really good at observing, but you're not observing other people's interactions and what they're doing. You're in, you're always doing it in terms of how it relates to you. I think so. I don't think about what I'm going to say next because that really annoys me and people who you can see that they're sitting there thinking, oh, what are they going to – they're not even listening to you. They, they want to yeah. – yeah. I think the one-on-ones are where I do well. Yes. And the group – Discussions and other people having their discussions? No, it doesn't occur to me. So you're not really into think about what they're saying. Small talk. No, I do not like small talk. So then, really, this is like the best thing for you, this podcast, because you can just you don't have to do the small talk. You can meet someone and just say, just listen to my podcast, and I'll speak to you afterwards, and then we can get into the deep issues. I've already done that a number of times. Have you? Even even a, a close friend who's overseas. I said, uh, I even said on there, look, by the way, there's, there's this podcast out there that I'm on. You might get to, you know, you might get to know me a little bit. Yes. And then, uh, then give me a call afterwards and we can. Yeah, that's right. And, <laughs> and tell me off for something yeah. or other. Or find that he's learned a lot more about myself and, and I think the same thing for you too. Oh, but, but also, Dan, you need to think outside of yourself, not saying that in way, but think about what, but you need to learn about him as well. So not just about talking about you. Anyway, another thing about <laughs> observation, uh, for me, one of my observation skills is um, related to music. My observation, be it visual or auditory, yes. is quite extraordinary. Right. And so I I can observe things that I want to see. Although, give me another. I'll give you another example. Um, when I was into Ganesha and the Eastern stuff. Wait, when I moved oh, to yeah, London. Wait, is that the music that we were listening to like two weeks ago? No, that was something oh, else from another place. No. With... Well, no, we haven't done that. What's Ganesha? We, we, we ended up deleting that. Oh, okay. Forget that bit. What's Forget Ganesha? Ganesha is in the elephant-headed god, the eastern god. I've never heard of him. You've never heard of Ganesha? Wait, is this a religion? Yeah, it's Hinduism. It's, I know Hindu. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's an amazing story. It's a lot more interesting than biblical stories, I can tell you that. Okay. Um... So, I, because I was into, into Ganesha, I, when I went over to London, I saw Ganesha statues everywhere, absolutely everywhere. I just became a New Zealander all of a sudden. <laughs> Ab- <laughs> absolutely everywhere. And again, it's, that was in the front 
of my mind and right. it just, I just kept observing it everywhere I went. Oh, you're giving really good eye contact today. Oh. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm not really interested in what you're talking about. So let's move on. <laughs> Next. Yep. Absorbing and retaining facts. Well, I'm really good at that because, for example, the um, remembering that you love your blood orange gin mm-hmm. that your friend gave you from a few years ago and also, I guess, the guitar. That, mm-hmm. I guess that was an insult with the, you know, the guitar lessons and you couldn't even be bothered answering. But anyway, yeah, so I will remember all the things. It's incredible, I think, maybe with autism it's very selective. Yes, it's very selective. Incredibly selective. For my... my my childhood, I have very limited right. memories of, but I can tell you what music I was listening to at five years of age, what oh, my favourite yeah. song was at that time and where I was when I listened to it. And um, So I think, I think my memories tie very closely into, into that side of it. So can that. you do like you listen to a song and you then go in your head, like that's, that was 1994 when that came out because I was doing this at the time? Yes. Yes, me too. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay, what else? Visual skills. Oh. Visual learners, detailed focus. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of visual learners, isn't there? I think my daughter is one of those. I don't know what that is. I, I can't get my head I around this. I don't really, because no, you and I are word people. We're, right. I, yeah, no, I, I'm not that either. I don't know what visual learning is. No, I don't. Is reading? I don't book, think book in reading? pictures. If anything, I'll close my eyes and I can see words. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe people can... It's like first this, then this, and you've got a picture of both things, isn't it? That's what the OTs do. Thinking in pictures. Thinking in pictures. I don't, again, I don't know what that means. No. I, and to be honest, the, on top of that, I don't know what I do. Well, okay, so I think in conversations. I have conversations nonstop in my head. Oh, I can do that, yeah. Yeah, I'll have yeah, Are you having them with other people? Yes. Or, yeah, and then yes. you sometimes redo the conversation because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. You have a different way you respond. I think so, yeah. Yes, I do that. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, what else? Oh, well, if anyone can email us and tell us if their visual skills yes. are excellent and actually, what your it wife actually means. Do, your wife will do that. Yeah, she's good with that. Yeah, that's true. But she doesn't have autism. Exactly, so she doesn't She, not she doesn't count. No, she's not allowed on here. <laughs> Expertise, I think that just falls into the same sort of thing we've just talked about. Yes. Um, mm, oh, methodical approaches, processes, being analytical. I love oh, that yes. kind of stuff. I love analytics, yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy that. It's part of my work as mine well. Mine too. Mine too. Well, yeah. not now. Was. Spotting patterns. See, here's the thing. I can spot, I can spot patterns in, in one aspect, but then the people I used to work with and I'd worked with for at least 10 years at this point, they, they showed up one morning. They were looking at me, and everyone else was looking at me expectantly, and they were standing there waiting for me to say something. I didn't know what I was supposed to be saying, and finally they had to tell me, "I've got an engagement ring on. How come? How could you not notice that I never wear? She's never wears jewelry ever. Oh, someone else, not you. Yeah, someone oh, else. Yeah. <laughs> you're engaged. No, you forgot. <laughs> no, I forgot. I was engaged. It was just ridiculous. Oh, and Jenny she's was there. furious, okay. and she probably would have been putting her hand out a little bit as well. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I did not notice that. No. But I will notice other things. Um, and my another lady I work with was amazing. She would move one. I oh, sorry. I would move one item on her desk, and she would know straight away. Yeah. I wouldn't. Not me. No. What else have we got? Oh. I'm- oh. I think this is very much 
true probably for both of us, which is novel approaches, unique thought processes. That's yes. all I do. Yes. I yeah. like to, I like to turn everything novel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't really have much to say about that. Mm, there you go. Mm. What about creativity then? That's a, this, here's an interesting one. I used to think that I was extremely creative, and now I feel like Do I don't you, after have you time met me in, Sorry. After you met me in the the songs that I've been writing for for yes. the podcast, you realised um, what that are you you're working with a, a musical genius, genius or yeah well. Yeah, you're pretty good with coming up. I don't know how long it takes you to do the, that, though. But you don't. You also admire that I just jump in. And I just jump straight into it. I don't need, need to have any pre-thought for it. I just do it. Well, it only took me. Whether well, we've got one coming up, it only took me about fifteen minutes to do. Dan has recorded a, a some music, but he actually recorded some other music for me first, and then he decided, no, that was too good for me, so yeah. he then created something yeah, else. That's, that's you'll see that. You'll hear that later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next, um, tenacity and resilience. Oh, well, I mean, don't there's people with autism and, you know, additional needs are resilient, isn't it? You have to be. You have to be. That's, yeah. Whether that's a learnt behaviour or whether it's inherent yes. in autism, I don't know. But I certainly had to learn yes. both of those things throughout my life. And who knows? I don't know. I'll have to explore that a bit further to see if that's something mm. I always had or, or yeah. nature or nurture. I don't know. Mm. Um, what about accepting of differences? That's a really people. interesting one. Mm. Okay, so they're saying that autistic people are accepting of difference. Yeah. Less know. likely to judge other oh. people. Is that because they're just thinking about themselves? Not looking outside themselves? I, I, I chalk it down to um, ethics and not wanting to see other people suffering or hurt. Oh, okay. That's, that's how I see that. Um, that oh, when right. For me, I've, you know, I've gone to... Um, protests and for things that I'm not uh, LGBTQ th- that sort of stuff where I've gone and um, been a part of that protest but it's not it's not about me because I know that they're they've been struggling and that they've had it tough and yes. maybe that's part of th- this is all before I understood anything about myself and all of a sudden I realised oh my god maybe that's that was something in my consciousness was telling me yeah, this is just like you mate this is Right. You've got to help the little guy. Okay, just like about 40 seconds back, you actually said protest. I know, I, I did say that protest. I thought it was quite, I liked that. Did you say, but it's like, oh, I thought you maybe were, whether you said that all the time or no. protest as in like, I thought you got the word wrong. But other people hearing it as well and they probably want let someone to let you know and that's why I'm just bringing it up now. Well, I did say protest on the other one, so I said it twice. Mixing it up a little bit, okay. I, you're going to make me do an edit thing. I'm going to go and find the two and then put no, them no. together. No, no, don't edit. Keep it real. Protests, protest, protests, protest, protests, protest, protests, protest. What else? I'm run, I'm actually um, losing patience on this list. Okay. So we're nearly done. Um, integrity. That's the other one. Oh, Honest, loyal, committed. I think that's... Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's an R to that. There's an R? Uh, you just went... Uh... Uh, sure. Like, I'm not, like, passionate about those things. Okay. 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 So... You wanted to talk about autistic. That's the one. A couple of podcasts back, I was trying to think of what's another term for non-neurodivergent people, and I've come across it a few times now. One in the book that I recommended that I had not read, but I'm reading it now, <laughs> and I think on another show as well, I heard autistic to, as a description for neurotypicals. Oh, I thought autistic meant everybody. No. 
No, it's all others who are not autistic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neurotypical? Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. So how an autistic world sets us up for failure. Well, we also heard on one of those, um, you and I were talking about how neurotypicals do weird things. They do all these strange things and we do all the real things. That's right. We get down to the business. They do all the things, things where they're pretending to, I don't know, can't even think of an example. Do you have an example? Well, I think the, 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 the incessant small talk and also the incessant, like I, I really dislike these group work things that they get together. Now you're going to go all together and you're going to build a bridge oh. with, you know, paper oh, and torture. sticks and, and just the, the, the conversations that go back and forth, it, it's just so annoying. Yes, and there's like the people that are trying to push in to be certain roles. I know. That. That's when I start to think, the oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're going to do. Yes, I know, I know exactly. Exa- what you're exactly. Do. You've got those, and I can't stand that. But also, I work better by myself. So I need to go off by myself, have no noise or whatever, just and create. Yes. I cannot create with these other people. Yeah, yeah and I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they get anything done. And I think that's been, that, that might be an example of looking back through history. How, how some things have taken a very long time for change. Hmm. And I think if there were more autistic people, things would have moved along a lot quicker than this. What's it? Yeah, well, it's about, you know, who's the alpha and what. Actually, my husband is a police officer and he uh, has done a course. One of the courses he's done is they're working out, they you know, do all this um, these questionnaires, work out are you an alpha, are you a whatever, and all the different kinds of people in a group. And so it's good. So when they do form groups at work, They'll choose like one alpha and they choose, I can't think of what the other people are called. You've got your alpha, which is my husband. You've got um, the group person, whatever, the, there's the, the workers, there's the whatever. And you, you need yeah. to get to make that team work. Yep. Put them all together. And I think it should be switching it up. No, the people who are always talking to sit. See, my husband up. is always an alpha. He's the alpha. If, if panic sets in, he just takes control of the situation. Just it comes naturally. Yeah, I think I'm a bit the same. Weirdly enough, I'm quite similar to that. Are in you? in mm. those sorts of situations, I'm really good. Yes. But in the other ones, I just yeah, I'll go off and figure things out myself, and then I'll force myself to go in and say, "How about this as a suggestion?" I've been doing a lot of that. I've been practicing a lot of that at work, and okay. been shocked when people listen to me. Ah. I'm still surprised when I get yes positive feedback because I yeah. don't take. We haven't even mentioned, by the way, what this podcast is about, which is about positivity and negativity. We're just we're just looking at different aspects of positivity. Oh, and I think people would have picked it up by now. I think so. Oh, that's interesting because also as a celebrant, yeah, I can go into you know into the rehearsal and just take control of the whole situation. And that sometimes I get there and the mother the mother of the bride is trying to take over can take over or the bridesmaid who just got married in the last six months and she at her wedding they did this at her wedding they did this. And sometimes I'd let that go, but I'm not going to sort of jump on top of them, you know, and just take over. Ah, oh, see, that's where your skills come into play. Yeah. You can observe all these people around, the conversations are going on. You can find ways to get that mother-in-law out. Yes, yes. That's where a wedding coordinator is really great. Wedding coordinator and I give you the eye and they take the mother off to <laughs> discuss some really Covered. important things about, about the wedding. Lock, lock her in her. Yep, that's it. So let's talk about um, negative sort of examples. There's a word that I, I've learned not that long ago uh, called catastrophizing, what which is mean? sort of That's when a, yeah. 
It's when so, you're anxious about a situation. Have you not heard that word before? Yeah, it's, I like it. It really... Yeah, it's, but it's a common word. Catastrophe. Catastrophe, but not catastrophizing things. Being, oh, I use that word in my language. You do? I do. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's always finding the, 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 the disastrous outcome. Because that's what I always do. That's probably why it's in my vocabulary. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's why you and my wife are friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, yeah, I don't do that. I, don't, I do not catastrophize okay. anything. Do you think your wife does? Yeah, I think she, she's uh, mentioned that. She's admitted that that's, oh, okay. that's the case. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's just it's an it's a aspect of anxiety that can just well, come out to, to various different people. Well, this is true. So today I was talking to my Expression. psychologist about – this is the psychologist who helps me with flying, which I, I think I might mention this. I can fly, but I want to feel really calm and relaxed and excited when I fly. So I've been seeing this psychologist, okay? Can I mention this? No, but I've now pictured you down at that the airport in past Lilydale. Yeah. That you're you're in a Cessna now. You're flying. You've talked about never, how you want to actually fly. Never in one of those planes. When I drive past that, which is often going to weddings, I think, what sort of people go in these planes? But anyway, that's not. I digress. Um, okay. Well, I don't know what you mean by fly then. Yeah, on a big plane. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, okay. Still, literally, not me. Just not on a. Okay, not yeah. me flying. Yeah. But um, me being a passenger on a plane, um, and so when I the first session we've had about seven or eight now, he said, you know, what is what's the issue? I said, well, I'm nervous if I go on a plane, it's going to um, go down, and you know, and I'm going to be having to there be the um, the alpha person who's holding my kids' hands while we're going down, crashing to the ground, and then we're all going to die. My husband's not coming on this trip that we're going up to soon, and so he'll be left a widow without his three children and his wife, not just his wife but everybody in his family. He will lose us all, and he'll be so sad. And I've already told him, you can you can meet someone else. That's okay. Anyway, so I've said this is catastrophizing. I do that. Well, you Do you? Sometimes I do. Well, anyway, let me say so the psychologist said... Um, that's interesting. He said because people, he said it normally takes me three or four sessions to get to that. People normally don't, like that's the underlying issue, but they normally go, oh, it's just this or it's this, and he has to, you know, really pull it out of them. Whereas mm. but with me, it's that first session of I just got straight to it, which is probably yeah, an autistic thing. You just go straight to this is the actual issue, whereas everyone else you need to unpack it. Like Yes. Yeah. 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 With me, you don't have to unpack. And I was talking to your wife's, uh, well, we both had the same psychologist for a while, so your wife needs to unpack over mm-hmm. a long period of time. Whereas I, and I've said to the psychologist, you say to um, Jen all these, you know, all these great things, can you tell me some things too? And she's like, well, no, because you're very different and you already have thought about everything. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm not saying that Jen doesn't think about things, but yeah. just you know, very different brains. But I think psychologists also do unpack things that you're not aware of, but things you think you are aware of, we just blurt it out and go, this is what's going on. So I don't. I very that's, rarely that's, have had that. I think I have that brain with a psychologist's brain that I'm already thinking those things. But if anything, I, I might say, what do I do with this situation? And they'll tell me the way that mm. I should go. But I, I know the way I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Same. But a lot of people Same. don't know the way they think. No. And I think when we were talking about senses before. I think sometimes I don't know what some of my senses are doing. Yes. But from that perspective, no, I think I do. I okay. like, like that sort of stuff. 
Well, just one last bit about uh, negativity, I would say, is that, you know, well, I think autism is often defined in terms of deficits and that's something that we're doing this podcast mm. to flip that completely upside down because it's yes. not the way it should be. No. Um, and hopefully it'll change for the good. Sounds good. I wanted to quickly bring up another thing that mm. um, when I thought of negative and, and positivity, I, I, I immediately started thinking about some news items that I'd heard over the last few years where particularly someone blaming ADHD for bad behaviour. Yeah, oh, yes, that's definitely recently. And drives everyone absolutely batty. Mm-hmm. And I started to look into to into ADHD and bad behaviour and whether there's some sort of link and what, what what's going on. I came across something called hyperactive impulse type. Mm-hmm. And I'll just quickly describe it. It features strong feelings of restlessness and impulsivity. Impulsive behaviours can sometimes look like an emotional outburst. There's impatience or there's interruptions. I think we can agree to all that. Mm, can yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not, however, equate to bad behaviour because the impulsivity is not intentional. And I think that's the that's the bit that really hit home for me and I think should hit home for these idiots who have blamed ADHD. That It is not... The whole point is that it's not... We're not being intentional. No. And no. that... Those offences, those bad behaviours are absolutely intentional. Both parties are aware of that and they both know what's happened is wrong. So I think they're deliberate actions that have nothing to do with what we're talking about, hyperactive impulsivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that sort of bad behaviour, none of that sort of stuff appears to be like relating to grabbing a, um, a lady's part to use Trump as an example. Oh, yes, you Trump. I mean? Oh, yeah, that part. Yes, yes, ladies, little bits, yep. Uh, well, I haven't done that myself, any of those sorts of things. But um, <laughs> as you know, we're always, we're always evolving. So I'm coming to the conclusion that I think that I may need to go for an ADHD diagnosis, uh, but that's if I can get in with a psychiatrist. Oh, so it has to be a psychiatrist. Well, yeah, so I'm not sure if other people are aware, but um, if you have ADHD and you would like to trial medication, you can't get that from the GP. Uh, you can only get it from a psychiatrist. Uh, so, I mean, but the waiting lists, if you can even get on one, are so ridiculously long. The other way my GP has told me is that you can actually, like, if you have children, so I've got a, um, my children have a pediatrician who I'm actually seeing next week. And I guess I could plead with him, hey, if he, as long as he thinks right. that I do have ADHD, he can allow me to, um, to trial it and then see how we go. So I'm going to try to push for that and see what he says. What exactly? Well, what medication? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to bring drugs back up again, but <laughs> these are good ones. I, well, I, I'm thinking I'm a Vyvanse kind of person, which Vyvanse, it's like it's an ADHD medication. It's not like Ritalin. I think it's a little bit opposite, but I'm not sure. Oh. That's, yeah, so I've got two, okay. two kids on Ritalin. No, one on, no, I don't. I've got no one on Ritalin. I've got one on one thing and then two on um, Vyvanse. And Vyvanse seems like my sort of group because I sit there, like, I had a psych session today. I can't just sit there for the 45 minutes. I'm actually secretly on my phone doing other things. Mm-hmm. My brain needs, it's not like I need to sort of, um, like when we had um, Julie last week, I don't need to be fiddling with something. My brain needs to be doing other things while I'm actually talking to somebody. Yeah, that's an interesting. I'd love to. At one point, we're going to get a neuroscientist or someone in to talk about yes. attention and 
because my understanding is that you can't hold focus on more than one thing at a time. No matter how many times that that this old cliche about women can multitask, um, my understanding, the way our brains work, they cannot do that. You can only focus on one thing at a time, So, which is why they don't want people having phones in their hands when they're driving because what they're doing is the focus is going away, obviously, from driving. Mm. But what's also happening in their brain is that they're actually when they're reading text, they're actually starting to build pictures of the person they're uh, yeah. talking to. Um, mm. So other, more stuff's going on, more parts of the brain are being activated. And so the attention is definitely passed onto something completely different, not driving. And it takes around about a second for you to switch tasks. So, yes, yes, you can multitask, but you're switching, very quickly switching between each one. But also, I imagine some people can't have phone conversations when they're driving. I know. That's what I find weird because I can read to my son. While you're driving. While I'm driving. <laughs> while I'm driving. While he's in bed. While I'm driving. And read Mr. Men, which I've read, maybe it's because I've read them all a hundred times, mm. and actually have some th- think about other things. I'm yes. reading the book to him and I'm yes. thinking about other stuff at the same time. Good job. Yeah, I do that too. Oh, and I, yeah. and I, then I make, I've become aware of that. I go, wow, that's awesome. That's so yes. good. Yeah, that is good. So do you put yourself down? To sleep? To, do, I read, do, do, I, do I read and pat myself to sleep? I do, look, that's what, something I do all the time is I just change... The subject without telling anyone. Because, you know, while you were talking, I was having other conversations in my head. <laughs> and that's why that happens. Because I think we've already talked about that, but I've already talked about it in my head with you. All right. Yes. We need another mic for your brain so we can yes. pick up that stuff. Um, okay, I know what you're asking. Okay. Um, yes, I put myself down. Yes, I do. Discuss. Now? Well, no, I'm saying I do, I do, it, I do that a lot. Now? Like- yeah. Moment, in this um, no, um, contextually in uh, performing music, ah. we've talked about that. So, bit when when it's something you love, um, I don't know. I'm okay. not sure. Hmm. I just um, I may, it could be something that I yeah something that I love. But when the other thing that I put myself down with, which is something that's going to be coming up, um, maybe next episode or mm. very soon, which we'll be dealing with body image and with okay. eating disorders, things that are very, very much a common occurrence in um, the autistic community. And right. so I think that's the other aspect where I put myself down as well. And that's, I hope, I guess we'll discuss that. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Um, so I think I probably also had a confidence problem uh, when I was younger, um, but I don't think anymore. I I mean, I know that now that I'm, Valued? I, no, I'm of value. So, just sort of get stuffed if if you don't like me. Like I know I can be too much for some people, and that's okay. I don't care. I don't want to interact with them either. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. They don't choose me. I don't choose them. That's right. And it's a good lesson for the kids too. And when bullying goes on and things like that, it's like my wife was saying that to my daughter. Like, do you do you care? Yeah. Look at these people. Look what they're going to be as adults. Yes. Do you really want to know them? No, you don't. Oh, but who wants to be back at school? It's just horrific. No. no yeah, so it's really hard for them to get through. I just keep saying to them, it's only until about year 10 and then, you you know, you're getting more specific subjects which you have different people who are interested in the same things as you. I wasn't listening. Okay. That's 
So I just go. I was thinking about what we're going to be doing next and, and whether we talk about it. And I think we're getting towards 45 minutes and oh. um, I, I, all I was doing, was I was ruminating my head because it's the book that I claim, you know, I told you, you and everyone to, to read it and I haven't read it. Well, I'm, I am. I'm reading it. It's amazing. And there was a there was a part of that where they're talking about how you can unmask. A lot of the book is about how to unmask. Okay. And it was absolutely fascinating. But um, uh, I think we'll talk about it another time. It's, okay. it's, it's worth more discussing. 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 <laughs> Put now your I teeth sh- back in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Back in. Um, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I do. No, you do have a little bit of a special. <gasps> well, we, we've got a. I've got to play the song. Do I have to play the song? It's special. Yeah. It's special. How are you going to introduce it? Say, so, and now, go. Oh, and coming up now, a very exciting episode of Autistic Moments featuring Bianca Paliaga. Yeah, I forgot her name, so that's why I had to get her to do that. <laughs> Autistic Moments! What? Now? Is this going to be as embarrassing as mine was, or how good was that jingly thing? Who was that? Superstar? No, that's not that's not you yet. That's coming up. This is we've what? already got the autistic moments oh. theme. It's coming up. What that's why I we doing? have to move along. What do you mean? Okay, so let's do it. What are we doing? What am I doing now? Autistic moments. That's oh okay. All right. I thought the song went up beforehand. It comes before and after, but I've I see I've I've already. I've already played it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's I've why I said how it. good was that. Oh, exactly. So I said that. <laughs> what, the, what are we talking about? Okay. Get on with it. Okay. Now. <laughs> All right. So I don't think I can trump your story from last week. <laughs> because I've had feedback on that. Oh, no. <laughs> People are laughing. None. People laugh out loud. It was very good. But I'm going to try my best. Okay. Okay. I'm glad I entertained people. Yes. So I, uh, my, my, we're going to talk about my father. So this is my father's autistic moment. So I have told him he has autism. He's, um, he doesn't really like. Does he know you're about to do this? He doesn't actually know what autism is. The other day at dinner, I was talking about that I've done this podcast and he said, um, oh, you, you told me that I've got organism, but I don't know what you mean. (laughs) So he doesn't have any idea. He is, I should say he's German. So German accent. And so we've always put down just his quirkiness to his German heritage. I guess being German, but um, but now we realise it's is it racist? Well, because Germans are perfectionists and they're quirky people. Anyway, an English uh, sorry breakdown of you know, language. Anyway, so and I was talking to his doctor about this actually as well, and I just said, oh, you know, we've got autism, all the kids, and he said, uh, oh, so where do you think it comes from? I said, well, obviously my dad. And he was like, oh, I just thought it was because it was his German. So he said the same. That's not my funny story. My funny story is so uh, when I think my, maybe my dad's 60th, he had a party and he got presents and one of them, someone gave him a pair of boxer shorts. And my dad doesn't understand. So in the past when I was probably about nine or ten, so if someone puts something in his drawer, he'll open the drawer and he'll wear it. So on a number of occasions, in his drawers, as in like the, that's another term for underwear. So you've, oh, sorry, someone's putting some, someone's he's bought no. someone's given him some. some I'm, I'm jumping all over underwear, the place. and someone's put something in. I'm starting. I'm going to start again. So here, so 
when we put so when someone cleans his clothes and puts them in the drawers, they someone a couple of times someone accidentally put my nighties in his drawer. Okay, so my dad was a builder on a building site, and on at least three occasions that I can remember, when I'm maybe like eight to ten, he came home from work wearing my nighties. How, how does that any equate to an underwear though? How could he not notice? I changed the subject because I haven't got back to that. Bit. No, not underwear. He's worn my nighties and it says like big mouse, little mouse. Yeah, but yeah. how's he wearing it to work? Well, and then it's pink and frilly, right? <laughs> when he got home, my mum would say, what? What are you wearing? And he'd be like, what do you mean? Well, it was in my drawer. <laughs> so this is wore it. All the time, right? And this is not even the funny bit, right? Because oh, So God. someone, go back to the story. So someone for his birthday gave him a pair of boxer shorts, right? <laughs> it was a joke. They were being funny. He doesn't understand boxer shorts because they're just shorts. Okay? So he thinks boxer shorts are shorts. <laughs> but the person was being quite funny because they actually gave him these their special glow-in-the-dark boxer shorts. Anyway, I'm at school and year 12s can go and over to the, the shopping centre at lunchtime. So we were there. My friends, obviously, everyone else who's in year 12 is there as well. And my dad's walking down uh, the, what do you call it, in the, in the supermarket, just walking up. And I'm there with the my mall. friends, the mall. Yeah, the mall. Down the walkway, yeah. And I looked up, there is my father wearing <laughs> these glow-in-the-dark boxer shorts, right, that are pictures of penises. No, no. And it says, well hung, all oh, over no. them. All over them. And, of course, I just was mortified and just ran the other way with all of my friends so that they couldn't see this. Um, and then, yeah, you get home and you ask him what the hell? What, what was that? He goes, well, they were in my drawer. That's <laughs> my drawer? Yeah. Oh, my God. That, yeah. just, that, that would just bring me into prank paradise. I would be putting stuff in those drawers like... I should have. I should do it now. I can oh. still do it. Although he's not going to building sites now. That would, what would other builders have thought? Well, he was his own builder then, but like he would have had electricians and, you know, um, carpenters and things come in. That's, that's next level. Like I've worn some really stupid stuff over yeah. the years, but I, I did it on purpose. Yes. Didn't even notice. <laughs> hmm. That was insane. I just thought I'd leave that part. I wanted to leave an awkward pause and see what you... Because I was supposed to go, uh-huh, yeah, like that. Because I'm trying not to do that too much because I did get one oh. feedback from some... Two people said that I, uh-huh. I, I say yes, uh-huh, a little bit too much. Oh. Well, I could just remove you from that, but I'm not going to. Oh, no. You're going to have to learn. No, funny, fine. I say I'm a lot, so I've learned that too. Oh, okay. Let's play the last, the, the, the fade out. Autistic moments. What, now? Now, before we get to the very last thing, I just want to quickly conclude our podcast topic with just a couple of points, mm-hmm. which you can either agree or disagree with. Um, keep talking to people about positive aspects of autism. Why? Why positive? Why do we need to be talking about positive? Because I think there is, as I said earlier, 90% of people have a very negative view on what autism is. They don't understand it. And so the more we verbalise it, then particularly the more we talk about, um, there's, a, there's a term in you know, my other, one of my other interests called the happy humanist mm. um, to, to talk about um, it's not doom and gloom. People who don't believe in God aren't all doom and gloom. It's, you know, I'm your happy, friendly neighbourhood atheist or your, I'm your happy humanist. And so it's the same thing. I'm your happy autistic who's got a lot of really good stuff going on. So that's, I think it should be framed in as a positive way as you can. Mm. 
I don't disagree. I agree, but I'm just interested. Okay. Okay. What else? So be, how about be open with your employers? You yes. You quite like that? Exactly. Mm. That's what I've done. I think the more people who do that, the better off it's going to be. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't have a boss, so I am the boss. <laughs> how about talking to your kids about all the strengths? Absolutely. I do that all the time. Okay. Hmm. How about keep thinking about how you contribute to your family, friends and work in ways that add value? Because I just think, imagine a world without autistic brains. I think we'd be swinging in the trees still. Wow. Yeah, okay. Agree. Yeah. Why not? Last point quickly. Seek professional help with those aspects of yourself or a situation you find difficult. Never be afraid to talk. Oh, can I just say something? Mm. Like it might take about 40 seconds. Mm. Okay, mm. so um, I, it's Carers Week this week. Mm. So next week... When this is coming out, it will not be Carers Week, but right. this week is Carers Week. And I went, it's interesting when you mentioned that last thing, uh, Going to I've gone to a couple of events this week and it was interesting just talking to other carers and just how, um, just how shell-shocked they still are. There's so many of them who don't get this professional help. They don't get see psychologists or even counsellors. And I guess there's a whole, what do you call that when they don't want to do that? It's too much, like it's too embarrassing, too mortifying to think that they would need Oh, to get it. That's, that's a stigma. Stigma. It's a throwback to well, the, the last few generations. Yeah. So they're just, but they need it. They're so they're just dying. Yep. You know, they really are, and they need it. And then they will talk to. I was there with your wife, and her and I are together. I'm like, we are a great team. Her and I, we could really help people. We're there, and we just give them some, you know, great feedback and help. And then at the end, you know, one of the events, like you know, one of the ladies just came up and she just wanted to give a really big hug to us. And so I allowed your wife to do that and I just walked the other way. But it was really nice that she, <laughs> okay, she just right, wanted yep. to do that hug. She really needed it and yep. because we really helped her. And so, your, yeah, your wife did the hug thing. But yeah. like tag. That's it. I You're just in. wanted to add that on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they, they're going to be useful for My work here is done. I don't need to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, don't touch me. That's it. <laughs> now, this is the exciting bit that you were referring to before. Oh. Something yeah. exciting for everyone and something you've been asking for and I've... I've done it. I've written a piece of music for you for a segment that we already do. That's not, we don't really call it a segment, but it's happening every freaking week. So I may as well say it is. Yes. And that is compliments from Dan. Oh, I got confused. How can you be confused? You already know because you've sung it. (laughs) That's okay. I'll get it. Let's just play it. Watch out. Watch out. It's a compliment from Dad. So what did you think of it? I really like it. Yeah. But you know what I know? And this, you know what? I know you've already come up with your compliment already. You've already planned it. I like to shock you with it. Why? How do you know? Of course you've planned it. I know you have. You've probably written a list for the next three episodes. No, I haven't. No, it was just I thought of one. and, and When did you think of it? Um, not long after the last, when I was editing. Yeah, so a while ago, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but not. But you can't have the compliment ready when you haven't even seen me today. You're supposed to be complimenting me on today. Oh, no, that, that's not a rule that you specified. Okay. That's not, that well, hasn't been written down you tell down me what this one is and I'll decide. I'll sign no contract. I'll decide. Okay. Well, okay, so my compliment, my first actual compliment that I... <laughs> Don't give me eye contact <laughs> while you do it. Well, I can because it's actually... Well, it's sort of about you, but it's also about your husband. Oh, okay. And it's it's a compliment to say that I think you picked an incredibly good man oh, as a partner. 
and uh, that I think that when you when you find a partner that um, and it's a it's a long there's a longevity to it. it it's because you've it's, it's your values as well as their values. Like we talked about that last time, yes. but um, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I think uh, the way that you guys communicate with each other is not the same as what we do, but it's it's still incredibly effective. Yes. I heard a story about one a couple of days ago, actually. <laughs> and I think that's um, indicative of wanting to learn and change and progress, and I think both of you have that within you. And I just wanted yeah. to acknowledge that oh, particular great. husband is um, – he's, he's done a lot of that. Yeah, and he, look, he's done a lot for me, but also I think I've done a lot for him. And That's right. And he just does what he's told. So that's a, that's a double. Yeah, yeah, and he can lift heavy things. Double shot Tuesday, even though it's not Tuesday. Oh, and he can he lift things. Be. Yeah, he can lift heavy things. <laughs> There's one of my favourite shows was um, called Coupling. It's an incredible. It's like um, and it's like Friends, but so much better. Okay. It's English, and I think one of I can't. I'm not going to be able to quote it directly, but she says um, she loves uh, handymen because. You know, they've they've got ev- like they've got the tool belts on, so they've got everything in that one location. Yes. They've got all the all the necessary tools are yes. all just there. Even if they've got nothing else on, they've just got their tool belt. All the tools are lined up in available. That's so true. Okay, we'll leave it with that. I wish I had a tool belt now. I think my yeah. wife has one. Does she? <laughs> yes, I believe that. <laughs> now I feel negative about myself again. Bye. Pictures of penises on it. What were you actually thinking? That was nice and colourful, and my wife she liked it.